Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now we're recording. Go. Hey, guys. Welcome back to The Speaking Podcast. I am Bill Spadia, joined by my friends and co-hosts, Jessica Gibson and Jay Black. What's going on, guys? Hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, so everybody get right it. is good except mine. Now, I've got an update on my lighting. I bought a ring light with a stand. So by next week, I will be fully lit. So I'll tell you something. Uh, when I have to do like uh, any kind of at-home like video stuff that I really care about, not like this podcast, I have in yeah, my, like you give it this. Yeah, I have yeah, in my garage. I bought LED garage lights that like each throw out about thirty-eight hundred candle power. So I'll set them up, both of them, Bill. At, at ex- right. over 7,000 candle power, 7,000 lumens on my face. It's like Can a, I a TV point this out for one minute? The, the idea that we go by candle power, who brought up the fact that why do we still go by horsepower? Think about that for a moment. Well, I mean, you know, you, 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 it was established back when, listen, with the way things are going, Bill, we might be back to candle power any day now. We could. It's a valid point. It's yeah. a valid point. I'm, I'm right, suggesting so heavy is- tallow and horseshoes. Um, as I was telling Jessica, I was telling Jay, there are, you know, some things are good, some things are in limbo, but the great news today is I found a local microbrew that delivers. Oh, that yeah. is good. Especially in Jersey, deal. I thought that was difficult. It, I think it is. I think it's just a local store, but they've got all like these different uh, Vermont brews and everything else. So if I get distracted at all, it's because I'm waiting for my order to come. You know, that I, could be I, always wonder, I always wonder about stuff like that. Like it's illegal to like go to like have a home delivery system set up for beer or alcohol, right? Like locally, but it's not illegal to give your friend money to go out and buy alcohol for you. I think it is now. I mean, now you've got these places that are absolutely. Oh, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> delivery is coming. Wait, I have a light problem. Well, is that Reagan behind you? Yes. That looks like a different office. Yeah. You know why? I got rid of the plant. Oh, was uh, the plant? Wait, carry on. I will be right back. Carry on. What is he doing? I don't know. I had a good uh, uh, anti-Trump joke that was <laughs> lined up. So. Well, why don't you say it now so he's not mad about it? And then. Uh, well, we'll come. I'll say it again when it comes back. Here's my anti-Trump joke. Uh, you know, Trump was asked by the Reagan Foundation to stop using Reagan's images in his uh, campaign ads. Because uh, um, was he? Yeah. So Reagan's people were like, "We don't want to be involved with whatever it is you're doing." So no thanks. So I was going to ask Bill when he comes back if, uh, like Trump, he was asked by Reagan to take down the Reagan picture. Like the, the uh, but I probably won't do it now. I bet you that's like a signed picture. You think? Bill would have that like an autographed thing. Right, so I, I could see that. What if it's what if it's like uh someone was at my door. Oh, someone was at your door? Bill, yeah, is that a signed Reagan behind you, Jessica? That is. 
So no, I got rid of the plant. I moved the plant to another office. So we're good. We're we're in. Uh, I've got a more a less obstructed view, more light in the room. Yeah, the plant. I'm totally right. backward now. So I'm waiting. I just ordered soundproof stuff, so that I can put it up on the window, so that will darken it and it'll be uh, easier to see. So I don't know if you mentioned it, Jay. I talked. To, I was Jessica. I was talking to Jay about uh, board games that seem to be making a huge comeback right now. Right. We're like, all I'm playing chess with my son now, and I know it's big in the black family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're doing a ton of board games, uh, and uh, the, the ones we like, Apples to Apples, uh, which not really a board game, more of a card game. We have another one that's basically like Spoon. Wait, what is Apples to Apples? What is that? It's like Cards Against Humanity, but like kids can do it. It's not as like there's no bad stuff. It's like there's a, there's a word and you have a bunch of uh, like things, the cards with other words, and you have to get the card that's most like the word. It's like a vocab building game, but it can be yeah. very funny if you do it incorrectly or if you find a funny way to do it. Bill, you disappeared, Bill. Where did I go? You turned your video off. No, I didn't. There you go. My Wi-Fi is a little glitchy today um, because I've lost power twice and my when the generator kicks on, so I could lose you guys. You have a generator? Yeah, that was the best best thing ever. So, the, but the problem it came with it. It flips over, right? So, all if it, if the power goes out, it, everything shuts down. Right. While it turns back on. Right. Uh, so we do apples to apples. I was telling Bill earlier before we started. Uh, my kids took to poker like fish to water. We were <laughs> up in the Poconos, and I just for fun I showed them how to play five card draw, five card stud, seven card stud, Texas Hold'em. And I, they would have played 13 hours if I let them. They just they were, play with pennies. We played with pennies. And That's awesome. We used to do that as kids. Yeah. Taught them how to bet. Uh, and I played, uh, I, sh I showed my son how to do uh, blackjack. And every, like, every time he'd lose, he was like, one more hand, one more hand, one more hand. And I was like, this might be a bad precedent I've just started. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But were they good, though? Was that? Were they good at it? Did they get all the nuances and the bluffing and everything else? Garrily so. Like, it was like <laughs> one of those things where it's like, what in my genetics allowed this to instantly happen? Like, it was like, uh, you know that scene in Airplane where they bring the basketball to the tribe that have never seen Western culture, and within 30 <laughs> seconds, they're like doing slam dunks and stuff? Uh, it was like that, but with poker. That's what it felt like. In I love that. I love it. Hey, wait, hold on. Somebody is knocking. Hold on one second. What's going on in Bill's house? I don't know. A lot. A lot is going on over there. What's getting delivered? He's turning off video. He's I getting a lot of action. Yeah, a lot of stuff is happening at Bill's house. I'm going to just uh, baselessly speculate what must be going on. I think that uh, he's uh, starting a cult. Um, is he the leader of the cult, you're saying? Oh, yeah. I, Bill could start a cult if he really put his mind to it, I think. Based on his haircut. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to defend anyone with with that man bun going on. Well, he I, he's got full pony now. He's a chief full pony. He's a chief a chief pony. Yeah. So he, when you get full pony and you have an estate out in the middle of nowhere with a generator, and all of a sudden you get real freaky about like, oh, I got soundproofing equipment being delivered to my house. Some cult stuff is happening. 
and the beer getting delivered to his house is now very skeptical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, listen, I don't want to baselessly speculate, but Bill has 100% started a cult. I wonder how many other people he's convinced to grow man buns. Oh, yeah. I think that's the number one thing you have to do when you join the cult is you have to get like a goofy man bun. Have you been influenced at all? Oh, no, 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 no. I, Bill, I, I, I remember there has been several times in my life where I've been approached by someone trying to, to do a religion or get me to join the military. I've always been like, just stop where you're at right there. <laughs> this is your 100% in the wrong area. Do we do? I and remember that was, was uh, time you went and it was like a yoga class and they were like, join us. Mm, yeah, no, that's one. Uh, the, the two things my family do very well, play poker and not join cults. Those are the two things that you know, my family's known for. I remember, Jessica, I was in high school and I got a call from the military recruiter. You know, when you're a dude, I don't know, if when, do girls get calls from the military they recruiters? They do, surprisingly. A lot of girls join now. Like, they yeah, can still learn. I'm not against it. I just didn't know if they got the calls the same volume that guys get. Uh, I think it, there's probably some, like, way you're, you're pulled in the system. I didn't get that many calls, but I know girls that did join. Really? So. I, I got one call, and it was a guy, he started into his uh, spiel. I was just like, I, I need to stop you because I respect what you do. I just don't want you to waste your time. This is I don't know what database you're using, but put me in uh, the soft goofballs who will never fight column. Right. And he was like, oh, well, thank you for being straightforward with me. Uh, I, I, I don't do well in uh, organized groups, Jessica. No, I would be not enthusiastic to jump into combat myself. So, yeah. no, and you know, uh, here's what. Oh, hey guys, back. No, so what happens is I've been waiting. These couple of deliveries are coming, but they get all screwed up. So they've been texting me because I live on a road. I'm not going to say the address, but um, there are five towns on the road. It is deliveries sometimes are a total disaster. Bill, you know my friend Crystal was asking about where you lived for some reason. We were just going yeah. through, I forget why, but I explained it and she was like, wait, knew exactly where you live and it's four minutes from where she grew up. You're kidding me. She's where such did a she, she grew up in Princeton? Or in um, Lawrence? Or in my Cold Soil Road, so. Yes, oh my God, that is literally around the corner. You probably pass her house, her parents' house every day. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Old Soil Road. It's a great place. It's uh, it's a little bit. It's funny that it's almost rural. Like we're in. It's it's like a farm area. Completely. Well, we're yeah. we just establishing that you are uh, starting your cult out there. You have an estate in a rural farm area. That's it. Ponytail. You know, I'm done. Yeah. Your man so what did we what did we decide with um, with poker? Good for kids. I think great. Are they getting aggressive? about it? No, so one of the things that I noticed, and you want to talk about like ways to draw life lessons for your kids in poker, is they get mad when they don't get the cards that they want. And what you, what you love about poker is that it, it, that's the cards that you want are only half of how you win. The other half is, you know, manipulating the people around you to do what you want. And what else is business except pure manipulation of people near you to achieve your goals? I mean, that's essentially all life is. So I feel like it's a good life lesson. That seems so cynical, Jay. But that's what it is, though. Even if you're just looking at, like, the base idea of what advertising is, it's manipulating people to take your product. 
especially if you have like an inferior product, but you still want people to drink it like Pepsi instead of Coke. Well, it could also be selling people, you knowing that they will benefit from your product. They just don't know it yet. What? Well, yeah, but that's selling. <laughs> positive for sales. It's all the same. Terrible. Jessica, what about you? Have you guys, were, did you play poker as a kid? I was playing poker like once during quarantine and it got pretty interesting. When I was folding too much, um, the person next to me started buying my hand and playing it for me. <laughs> wow. And did they win? No, because I was folding for a reason. You can do that? You can if no one stops you. Okay, fair enough. House rules, right? There you go. House <laughs> rules. <laughs> no, we've been playing chess. I think the old board games are coming back too, like Monopoly. We were playing Monopoly so much in the beginning of quarantine. Everyone was shouting at each other. It was very intense. Was and I was just like Monopoly. having anxiety going into playing it because it was getting so competitive. If Monopoly doesn't end with someone flipping the board over in anger, you're not playing it correctly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Next time I'm going to be the banker. Yeah. My I love Monopoly, but I like the slower paced games where you're having a conversation while you're going. I think poker can be a little bit intense. Depending on who you're playing. That's the Apparently whole point. Monopoly can too. Listen, all these games are designed, they're like middle relievers in baseball. They're just trying to eat up innings while we're all bored out of our skull in quarantine. So you want to do something that takes your mind off of it. You don't want, like, the thing about the intensity of poker, that's all you're doing. When you're playing Monopoly, you're thinking about 10,000 other things. Chess, intense. That's a good thing. It gets your mind off of stuff. But chess is intense in a slow-paced way. Yeah. Although I, I am an impatient player. My son is much better than I am. You should do He's got to chess. think it through. I'm like, let's go. We got to go. Speed chess, Bill, with the clock. You got to do the clock. Does your, your son also have a man bun, Bill? He does not. He's been getting his hair cut. Actually, Elizabeth has been cutting his hair, and it looks pretty good. Nice. Yeah, it looks pretty good. But but uh, this is way easier. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Then, what about combing out the knots? You like brush your hair like a hundred times, like uh, Marsha Brady? I don't even brush it. Just go in, pony, and you're done. I got to do a hundred dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, don't get dreadlocks, Bill. That's cultural appropriation. So let me ask you now, so Jay, what about, uh, so if they're doing poker, are they doing any kind of like fantasy betting or no? Is it poker because it's a card game, not because it's gambling? Uh, it's a card game first. Yeah, we're not, uh, you know, like on FanDuel, uh, betting on, uh, uh, you know, the, the Phillies. It's a gateway though. Do you do that? Me? No, I don't gamble at all. No? No. When I was 18, my dad gave me $100 and said, go have fun in Atlantic City. I drove to Atlantic City. I went to probably a Trump-owned property in Atlantic City, and I lost that hundred dollars in eleven seconds. Like, it was Wait, like what, you, what did you play? I played five dollar a hand blackjack, and I think I lost twenty six hands over the course of like thirty minutes. I Wait, won Jay, I do the same thing. It makes me anxious to like go in and gamble, so I just like kind of put it all up front right away so I can lose it and the pain will be over. Of All right, Jessica, what do you play though? Is it roulette? Is it blackjack? Uh, roulette. It's easy. I like roulette too. I love, blackjack's my favorite. Um, I'm not smart enough to play craps. I don't know what craps, oh. Craps. When you put it on a board and they, they roll the dice? 
Yeah, D, exactly. Jay, D, I figure Jay for a craps guy. No, no. So I, I have a theory that people with good imaginations don't like to gamble because, like, they give you the chips so it doesn't look like money. Wait, wait, wait. Why is that? How okay. do you relate those two? Okay, so why do they use chips, Bill? Well, for a couple of reasons, but one of those reasons is because they don't want you to think that money's disappearing. They want you to think that just like colored circles are disappearing. So Chase, right. it's our anniversary today. Oh, hey, happy anniversary. What's going on, Chase? I told uh, Chase on. you have a man bun. Yeah, it's it happened, Chase. It happened. It's what happened to your beard. <laughs> Chase, you look well groomed. You're clean shaven. Your hair's cut and combed. Very nice. <laughs> wow, it's your anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh my God. That went Thank fast. You. Yeah, sorry. Two well, it's years. been like five years now, right? Five years if you include quarantine years. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, in quarantine years, it's at least five. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, so I just. I think that wait, wait, hold on, Jay. I have to point out Chase Gibson does not look like quarantine impacted him at all. He no, looks he's... exactly the same as like he's just walking off the right, walking out of his office. Like everything's normal, clean shaven, hair's combed and cut. Yeah, we haven't been to the office since February, but he's actually going in today. Uh, we're we're going there before we go to dinner. Really nice. Just pick something up or to go say hi, see if it's still there. Um, pick something up and yeah. check it out. But we were just going down downtown for dinner. Um, I am still in my PJs though. So, <laughs> hey, you, at least one of us has our ass together. Huh? You have very nice looking like PJs. Jessica's very formal, Jay. She's very formal. Yeah. Uh, what do you call? It? So the 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 thing about imagination, though, Bill is if someone hands you a black chip, a $100 chip, I think if you have a good imagination, you don't see a $100 chip. You see $100 worth of goods and services you can buy. Especially if you've already put in like $50 and then it's like, okay, I've already spent this much money. What's this black chip gonna cost? Who cares, I'll throw right. it in too because I'm invested. Right. You know, like, what if I yeah. get two black chips for every one that I put in? Think of yeah, all four things I can buy. Well, I think if that first time I went to the casino, I had more chips at the end than I started, I might be a different person today. But it was like it—it it was, it was like that scene in uh, South Park you know, where they go like, oh, I'd like to invest my money. And they go, oh, that's great. Here it is. And it's gone. You know, like it was like that. It was immediately disappeared. Do your kids like actively go and play each round or do they fold until they have a good hand? They fold. My daughter, Annabelle, folds with abandoned. She's not going to go until she's got a good hand. Uh, my my daughter Penny uh, will play every hand, but she's five, so I don't know if she, you know, really grasps. I'm thinking Penny's enjoying just the playing and not necessarily the winning. Well, you know what she'll do is she'll play a couple of hands by herself, and then she'll say, I don't want to play by myself. I want to play with somebody else, and she'll pick the person with the most money to play with. So she's pretty smart when it comes to <laughs> switching teams midway through. <laughs> So, uh, Jessica, what happened with the family monopoly? Did that die out, or did it translate uh, transfer into trivia? Um, well, trivia is on Thursday. Oh, my God. Uh, you guys have it scheduled? Monopoly it died out, thank God. That was physically and mentally exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> 
How long would your games go? Uh, I think we'd stop them after like an hour or two. Like we didn't finish them. Oh, you need a good six hours for a complete yeah. game. Easy. Yeah, because it was like clear how it was going, but like not over yet. So I just tried to survive until dinner. I'm gonna they said they're just like scared of babysitting, right? Wait, Jay, are you into D&D? Look at me, Bill. Of course I am. <laughs> what is D&D? Dungeons and Dragons? I was thinking like dance, dance something. I thought D&D was like an 80s thing. Well, I mean, it was probably most popular in the 80s, but uh, it's, you know, role-playing games are super popular still now. Uh, it's really cool. It's, yeah, you've never played like in the 80s, Bill? You weren't having Oh, yeah. I, as a kid, sure, I played, but, but I, like, I don't hear anyone talking about role-playing games now. I would assume it's all electronic. No, Were no, it's actually better. A lot of people it. put on Zoom. Were you guys like obsessed with superheroes? Oh yeah, no, I never was. I never liked the whole superhero genre. Why not? I never like. I see you in your like Captain America shirts, and I know you're into it. And right, Flash, of course. Yeah. I never liked it. I never liked the comic books. I just it was it's a boring genre for me. Well, what were you into? Were you reading like uh, uh, Mike Lupica baseball books? History textbooks, Jay. Textbooks. From what age? <laughs> I don't even know. I, um, yeah, I just didn't like superheroes. I, I was, it was boring. Reading a lot of Chomsky, were you, Bill? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> With that haircut, it's hard to know. It's here. It's real. It's here to stay, too. I did a poll. Uh, so far, cutting my hair and shaving is winning, but only by a very slim margin. Only by a hair, would you say, Bill? Mm. Nice. Well played. Yeah, it's like 38 cut and shave, 36 leave it. And then uh, 14 or 15 are saying uh, cut, but don't shave. And the rest say, I, I don't care. I wish you were off the air. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's about 14%. Were those Brighton votes? <laughs> right. Now we put that in the poll. I like to be fair. I like to give the haters an opportunity to hate. I, I uh, Someone today wished that I get coronavirus and die before the end of the 10 o'clock show. And uh, so it's it, it's nice to know the hate is still there because I missed it. I was away for two weeks. Yeah. It's, it's, I miss the anger that's out there. Welcome back. Yeah, it was welcome back. Welcome back. I wish you were dead. Like, <laughs> people are great. Are you still off Twitter or are you tweeting still? Uh, I will post articles, but I don't interact. So that makes people even angrier. Right. They'll tweet something and call me names, and then I'll look, and you'll see like four subsequent tweets, all with increasing levels of anger because I have not responded. Yeah. So uh, I've been doing just immediate muting of anybody that like looks like they're just there to tussle, and yeah. uh, it's made this version of Twitter a million times better because then they yeah, disappear forever, and I don't think about them. You, yeah. you don't have to worry about it. I'm finding it on LinkedIn. I'm noticing that if I post an article on LinkedIn, uh, there's a lot of hate even on that. And that's a relatively professional site. Right. Yeah, that's surprising. Isn't it surprising? People are crazy. They, they need an outlet and they're not getting it. So that's why they monopoly. Have you guys joined any private Facebook groups? I'm not on Facebook at all. There are some like intense conversations that happen on those things where I'm like, really? I double, like I double check and I'm like, 
Aren't they worried someone's going to see this? To post but are, there, like, are there friends of yours that do it? Like, how do you get involved with that? I only do Facebook to do the Facebook Live every Tuesday. Um, my pregnant friend was telling me about the things that are in her, like, January due date pregnancy postings, like, and people are complaining about, like, family and relatives in these wow. postings. But I guess they you have know to that be stuff can be public. and it's private and not everyone can read it. So you feel more comfortable, I guess, just completely airing everything out there. I think that's insane. That's like the people that Snapchat stuff and then they're like, no, it disappears. I'm like, no. It's like where all no, the good stuff happens on the internet. <laughs> that's why I stay off the internet. I've turned into Jay. I just, I do my job, my four hours, and then I move on. Do right. you hide on Reddit all day like Jay does too? Oh my God, I don't go near Reddit. There was about a four minute interval when Jay tried to talk me into starting the thread. And then I went through and looked at the hate. The hate on Reddit is, is way beyond anything. Like you would never say those things to a human being. No. Because yeah, your name isn't on Reddit, right? Right. I don't know how Reddit works. I don't even understand it, but I know Jay, you're on Reddit. I, yeah, I, less now that uh, I've reopened Twitter because I'm focused on getting followers on Twitter. By the way, follower count, 3,164. Uh, we're up about 200 since last week, so I, I was 100 above my goal. What is your goal, 100 a week? 100 a week, yep. All right. And it'll yeah. snowball as you get more because, like, you, you know, when you're posting on the big names, you need a couple of people to prime the pump. So once you get like a whole bunch that follow you, then you post to a big name and they start liking it. So it moves you up quicker. So I'm expecting that to accelerate, but a hundred a week for right now. Who was your uh, 3,000th follower? Did you uh, comment and tell them? No, because I'm always worried if you make a big deal out of it, someone will unfollow you just to be a dick. Uh, so I, I don't do that. Especially the kind of person that would follow me would do that. Yeah. Although somebody did uh, follow uh, unfollow me, but felt the need to tell me that uh, I was being too political. Uh, so I was like, uh, I get it, but just unfollow. Like, why do you tell, why does why do people feel the need to tell you as they leave? Cause I'll tell you. It, to make you, yourself feel better. Well, yeah, but it wasn't like she stuck around and said, Hey, one more political tweet. I'm, I'm out. She said too much political stuff unfollowed before I could reply. So it's like, all right, well, what do Wait, you want? So not only did she unfollow you, she told you in the tweet she was unfollowing you. Yes. I like that. That's like dramatic effect. I, I like that. I guess it's like slamming the door on the way out. Clearly it was effective because it stuck with you for this long. Well, it was yesterday, so. Yeah. Jessica, are you still doing Twitter? Um, I check Twitter every day. Yeah. Yeah. Not as, I, I just, I don't know. Once I stopped it, and then I only went back to post articles. I, I just, it was easy to give up. It took me, I would say four weeks. And then I was really like, all right, I don't miss it. Right. I'm done. Well, you were really getting into the weeds though with the haters, right, Bill? I mean, you, you were, were going like back and forth with people. I know, I enjoyed it for a while. But then it got, it. what happens is it, it gets to a tipping point where it's too time consuming. Right. So LinkedIn, you post, and I don't care. People fight with each other. What I find is by my not engaging, they fight with each other in the thread. Right. You're like the uh, the emperor throwing uh, grains of wheat to the starving people and letting them fight for your amusement. I, I, I get the analogy. Not sure I would have gone with that particular one, but okay. If you just say like, good morning in Twitter, will people just start fighting? Uh, 
I have to do a little more than that. You know, it'll have to be a topic, but I can put out now just, hey, good read and post an article and people will fight. And it's kind of, it's funny. It's wild. But there's a lot of pent up anger out there and social media is, I, I don't know. It's, but I, I also find it's happening with the radio that there are the negative people. It's the same ones that keep calling. It's like, mm-hmm. they, you, didn't, you don't understand how much I hate you. Yeah, well, it's just like the Howard Stern, right? Uh, you know, the people who listen, like them listen to them an hour a day. The people who don't like them listen two hours a day. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Hey, what about um, as we wrap up? I didn't. Did you have you seen the game of life? Do you remember that? Am I the only one that remembers that game? Yeah, I, I remember used that. To like that one. Right with the little cars and the people. That that game ends with you dying, right? I think it does. I wonder if you could even do that, right? Totally not peaceful. Stuck in a retirement home, and you have to choose between like two or three, <laughs> depending on how much you can afford. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it it ends with you eating cat food in a one room apartment. Yeah. And your kids never so, calling you. Yeah, life may be more realistic even than poker. That's why. Or Florida, it's like that, or a, a resort, a beach in Florida. <laughs> oh my God! I caught COVID during a boat parade for Trump. No, couldn't help it, could you, Jay? Had to get that last little shot in. I've got my Trump bobblehead somewhere. I may, I may put a shelf behind me so he sits next to Reagan. We'll see. Once well, I fix my lighting in here, it's all coming. Yeah, you got to fix I, the lighting first. All right, listen, it's, you watch what's going to happen. So it went, that's why I had to move the plant. Plant's no longer here. This Do is going to be a soundboard. What? Do you not have blinds? No. No, because I, it's faces to the backyard so no one can see in. I mean, I guess if you're creeping around my backyard and going up to the window, you could. The I problem is that I'm going to cover this window and this one with the soundproofing. I think it'll be because I'm going to start broadcasting the radio show in here. You're going to start like simulcasting? That's coming next. No, I, I, we're testing it um, because there's so many ridiculous rules out there, whether it's 14 days here, what if you travel here with someone you know sneezes, then all of a sudden you got to be home for 14 days. So I need to be prepared. So we're moving. Um, we've got a test board that I'm going to do in a couple weeks and do a show here for the week. I can't nice. wait. Yeah. Won't that but be I ideal, need Bill? it to be soundproof. What? Won't that be ideal to just not leave your house? Well, you know, as a, I miss events, but as far as everything else, uh, the convenience of, I mean, now that I know I can get craft beer delivered to the house, I got to tell you, that's a game changer right there. Good question before we go. Do you think that like radio guys working from their house will lead them to saying more stupid things. Because here's what I mean. You, the problem with the radio is just radio guys get in trouble all the time on the radio because they'll slip up and they'll just make a dumb joke or they'll say something that like is completely out of left pace, left, left field, just because you're talking four hours. Bad stuff's going to happen if you talk four hours. If you're in a radio station, it's a little easier to be in your head like, I'm at work, don't say stupid stuff. But if you pull from your house, I don't think so because the crazy things that I've heard on the air from so many different hosts, I don't think I think a lot of radio guys when they're in the mic, they're in the mic. They don't know where they are. There's no sense of I'm in the office. It's just they're doing the mic. In media, right? TV, radio. There's a huge ego. I actually think it will be calmer for, for for me. I mean, I'm not a shock jock, so I'm not saying things just to be provocative. I think a lot of those guys that get in trouble. They are constantly thinking, how do I say the next thing that's going to piss everybody off and get my phones ringing? And I don't think like that. So for me, it won't. I, I don't know. 
I like just the convenience of, of just cutting down all the extra time. Yeah. So today, crazy storm, right? Took me an extra 15 minutes to get home. The station's 10 minutes away. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I love the convenience of that. Plus the delivery thing. Like, I think the whole thing is changing. Um, and then going out is going to be a more meaningful experience where you might not even be as upset. Like, now we're all upset about traffic and everything else because you have to be on the road. Right. But in the last four months, you haven't. So I don't know. Things are changing. We'll see. I'll let you know how the beer is, though. All right. But next podcast, I will be well lit. There'll be ring lights and boards, and we'll see. You'll let me know. Fancy. Looking forward to it. We all aspire to have lighting as good as Jessica's. I don't have ring lighting. That's just Jessica's genetics. It's just my glowy skin. That's right. I, I can't help it. All right. And now we have a title for the podcast. Thank you. Good That's good. <laughs> hey, Jessica, happy anniversary. Thank happy you. anniversary, Jessica. Enjoy your dinner. Right. Jay, Bye. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 3.30. 3.30. Everybody follow me on Twitter. Jay Black is funny. Thank you. Bye. Jay Black is funny. See ya. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.